Hello, my name is Trent Reinsmith. It is Monday, December 21st, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. And now, here are the topics for today. Could the UFC 257 fight between Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor end up being a fight for the undisputed UFC lightweight title? The way Dana White spoke to BT Sport uh, a few days ago, I believe it could be. I talk about Dana White's temper tantrum of a video towards the media briefly and discuss Chris Weidman's self-aware and right attitude about the UFC roster cuts that seem to be hanging over everyone's head at this point in time. And now, on with the show. Dana White did an interview with BT Sport, uh, I think it was on December 10th, and I was re-watching that today, and I noticed something. The first question that, uh, well, one of the questions that was asked was if, what well, what was White confident that he could get Habib to come back and fight again, and he said he was a little confident. And then the next question was, will the fight between uh, Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor at UFC 257 be a interim lightweight title fight, or could it be an interim lightweight title fight? White answered to the negative on both those questions, and there was a follow-up question that I can't quite remember, but the answer, and I didn't catch this on the first few times I watched this video, and I watched it um, because white throughout some numbers that I was um, jotting down to compare with some other numbers he had mentioned. And that's going to be coming up uh, later this week. I'll discuss those numbers and them not matching. But what he said um, after that was what caught my ear. And what he said was that he would have taught, he will have spoken to Habib and figured out what he is going to do by the time the fight happens between Poirier and McGregor at UFC 257. And then the questions went off on another direction. But what that said to me, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but that said to me, if Nurmagomedov says, I'm done, I'm not fighting again, that the fight between Poirier and McGregor could very well be for the undisputed lightweight title. And at that point, I think if, Nermagomedov says, I'm done, then the then his retirement in the eyes of the UFC will be official, or at least official enough to remove him from being the lightweight champion and vacate the belt so McGregor and Poirier can fight for that. That's my big takeaway on that. And I don't, like I said, I'm speculating on the language that White used, but the door is open, I think, very much so that that fight could be for the undisputed title. And would it surprise me if Nurmagomedov says he's not fighting again? It absolutely would not surprise me that they would make that fight for the title. Would it be the right thing to do? No, but it opens the door for money to be made. Um, It'll make more money, I think, for the UFC 257 pay-per-view just because of the title. I'm not saying it won't make It'll make a lot more for UFC 257 just because the title's involved or could be involved. But I think it will make some more. Not a great deal because the draw is already there in Conor McGregor. Um, But it opens that door. And then, of course, it opens the door for McGregor, if he wins, 
to defend that title, and it opens the door if McGregor loses to get a rematch, depending on how the uh, fight um, turns out. So that that really um, caught my ear and made me pay attention to everything that was said up to that point. And yeah, I'm not going to be surprised one bit if UFC 257 turns out to be for the undisputed lightweight championship. Now, I know I um, knock on Ali Abdelaziz at some times, and deservedly so, but there's also, he will also be involved in this somehow, I am sure. And if he has any inclination that McGregor can get the title with uh, Habib saying that he is not going to fight again, I believe that he would not be above saying that Nurmagomedov is going to fight again just to to prevent McGregor from fighting for the title. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. And I kind of un- would understand it because Nurmagomedov does not want McGregor to fight for a title. And if he and Abdelaziz, who I'm sure is on the same page, could, could prevent that from happening, I think that would be uh, also not a shock. So things could get very interesting um, during fight week of UFC 257 if, uh, if I'm correct. I might not be. I might just be reading too much into this. I, I've done these, done that before, but I just don't think that if Nurmagomedov says he's done, that the UFC will just say, okay, we'll figure this out later. I think the, uh, the backup plan for him retiring, officially retiring, or not fighting or being undecided is that Poye McGregor is going to be for the lightweight title. Just my guess. Could be wrong. But I, I really, I really, honestly um, believe that. I'm only going to mention the Dana White video a little bit today because it was just silly, and it, it just reeked of I'm not mad. This is a man who has said over and over again that he doesn't listen to the uh, MMA media, doesn't pay any attention to the MMA media, but yet instructed, which I have to guess he had his hand in his video because he has his hand in everything. So he tells us had. Uh, had his minions put together a video congratulating him on, I don't know, proving the media wrong, but, but he's not mad, even though, you know, he highlighted the headlines, he highlighted, uh, the names of the writers, but totally not mad and totally doesn't pay any attention to the, uh, to the MMA media. So it was funny. It was sad, but the UFC fans and it is UFC fans, which are Dana White fans, and again, that's always been the design. Promote Dana White and the UFC. Don't promote the fighters. Seem to think that he uh, roasted the MMA media. And I think it says a lot more about White and how how he reacts to these things than it does about anybody in the media. Um, it just seems tiny. It seems kind of sad. And it it reinforces the fact that even though White says he doesn't care what the media says, he absolutely does. Or if he didn't, why even mention it? Because he didn't own anyone. He didn't, he didn't roast anyone. He just made himself look insecure and small. But um, not a shock. Not a shock. Kind of funny. Kind of sad. But we've known these things about Dana White, haven't we? The cuts that are coming to the UFC, which are still in... I guess they're still discussing these things. One fighter who could be... On the on the chopping block is former middleweight champion Chris Weidman. Um, he's lost five of his past seven fights, and he discussed this with James Lynch. 
um, on an interview to, I don't, well, I think it was posted, it was posted recently. I don't know if it was posted today. And what um, Weidman said is, I'm not really worried about it, but I wouldn't be surprised. There's nothing that surprises me. I don't think I'm more special than anybody to where they're just going to go like, oh, Chris Weidman's a guy we're just going to keep forever no matter what. If I don't prove I am world-class, a world-class fighter, and prove that I'm still title challenger ready, then yeah, I can 100% see that, speaking of being released. And then he continued, it's unprecedented that they're letting guys go with fights on their contract. I don't, I don't think that's true, but okay. It really does put everybody in a position if you're in the UFC like, oh crap, if you're not winning right now, especially if you're getting paid a lot of money, it looks like they're trying to get rid of you and bring these younger guys up who they're not paying as much money. It seems like they're kind of focused on that. And this is 100% what I have been saying, and it shows a very self-aware Chris Weidman. Um, he knows that he has a fight coming up, and he also knows that all he can do is go out and perform to the best of his ability. And if he loses, well, then it's up to the UFC to decide his future. If he wins, even then, it's up to the UFC to decide his future. All he can do is fight put on the best performance he can put on. If he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. And he goes on with his life and can't worry about these things. And these are the right things to say, I think. And hopefully he believes this to be true and, and acts this way because no one wants to have that sword hanging over their head when they, when they go to work, let alone when they go to work inside of a locked cage stripped to the waist. So, He's, uh, Weidman is 100% right. He's knows what this is, what this, what this means to fighters. And I, I agree with him here, a high paid or, um, in the UFC's eyes, high paid fighter who is on the downside of his career or her career and doesn't have a road back to a title shot could be expendable for someone making much less money. Um, and folks like Anthony Pettis are kind of in the same boat. He fought out his contract on on Saturday. He won, yes. But is that a guarantee that the UFC will offer him a bigger deal than he was on? No, it's not. Especially not since the UFC seems to be in cost-cutting mode here. Um, a fighter like Pettis, while still an exciting fighter to watch, as we saw on Saturday when he almost landed a Showtime 2 kick, um might not be worth it for the UFC. Uh, maybe they offer him the same money. Maybe they offer him less. Maybe they offer him more, but I, I don't think the that last one's going to come into play. It could. I, I'd be surprised, but it could. Um, so fighters like ex-champions that might not have a route back to the title, like a Pettis, like a Weidman, or fighters who have had a couple title fights and might not have a route back to a, another title fight, or got close and never made it that far, while well, these folks, like Chris Weidman said, could be replaced by younger and cheaper talent. And that's just life. It sucks that it's coming at this time of the year. It sucks that it's coming during a pandemic, but all these folks can do is go out and perform to the best of their ability and see what happens. And have an attitude like Chris Weidman here, where you're just going to go out, you're going to fight, and that's all you can do. And with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, probably Things are probably going to be shorter for a little while here until we get back into some action or something crazy happens. Uh, but my plan is to keep doing as many of these 
uh, podcast per week as, as I can. And we'll see what happens. And then come January, we'll be back to uh, a daily thing for, for sure. But I'm going to try and keep making it daily. We'll see what happens. But um, if it's not going to be daily, I will alert that on Twitter. So follow me on Twitter. And if you don't follow me on YouTube, please do that. Um, you can just search for Trent Reinsmith. It's in the notes to these podcasts as well. So that's it. Everyone stay safe.